What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Comic Book Lair. I'm Kyle. And I'm Ray. And we got a good one for you today. We're going to be hanging in the lair. How you doing, buddy? Dude, I am so stoked to be hanging in the lair right now. It's been a long week, my man. Yeah, dude. I don't know if it was like the hangover after Thanksgiving or what, dude, but um, it just seemed like this week was dragging on. Yeah, dude, I got swamped at work, man. It was nuts. I'm glad it's the weekend for sure. Yeah, I think um, I think that's how it is. Like after every big like holiday or something, like the week after is just insane. Yeah. But dude, this is like exactly why I don't take vacations either. Oh, because gosh, you take yeah. any time off and you come back to work and you're just completely overwhelmed. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know because it's almost like you can't look forward to a vacation sometimes. I know. But uh, anyways, how you doing? I'm all right. Man. Let how me ask you? you a question here. Ask away. So now that we are past the old uh, Thanksgiving and uh, the uh, you know Christmas and uh, all the holidays are right up right around the corner here, are you decorated already? Is your house all jazzed up? Do you have lights going up? What do you, what do you got going on? Are you do you do it before, after, never? Like let me hear it. All right, uh, moment of truth. I literally took down our last bit of Halloween decorations like two days ago. <laughs> And I hate Halloween. How did you not take them down like right after Halloween? Mine were like, dude, 9 p.m. Halloween night. I was like bagging stuff up, getting rid of it. <laughs> uh, I should have. I mean, it was a little embarrassing by the time I took it down. I mean, they were just these little things that were hanging up, but uh, I finally took them down. Uh, dude, you know how you were talking about your ring camera the other day? Yeah, about yeah. the dude early in the morning? Well, I'm out by my car, and one of my neighbors comes up, and she's like, hey, just so you know, uh, somebody was, like, trying— because we get these five gallons of water, you know, delivered. She's like, someone was trying to steal your water. Serious? I was like, dude, dang. So I was out there kind of cleaning up the front portion. I looked up, and I'm like, are those Halloween decorations? (laughs) (laughs) So I finally took them down. Right on. But, yeah, man, uh, I also—we don't— we don't do a lot of lights and stuff like that, to be honest with you. I'm way too lazy. I hear you. I, uh, yeah, I can't, like, um, <clears throat> we get pretty into it. I'll just say that. Yeah. And it's crazy. Are you this like year. climbing on the roof and risking life and limb? Here's the scary thing is that I have a two story and like I refuse to go to the tip top to put lights on like the, the very yeah. top. I tell my wife, I'm like, nope, I ain't doing it. Like, it's sketch up there. Like, I ain't doing it. And she is always trying. Every year, she's like, what about the the, the top eve right there? And I'm like, nah. I said, it'll be fine. <laughs> no way, dude. Like, throw some more down in the yard. Like, put some blow-ups down there or something. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't want to be that. You, you know, dude, like, I think you would be perfect person to just throw a bunch of blow-ups in your yard. <laughs> Because they're easy. It's hilarious because part of me, like, I have a, like, I don't know, this love-hate relationship, right? Because there's a street right next to me with with decorations. Love-hate relationship with, with putting up decorations. Because I think it's cool. I like doing it. But, like, I just like, you know, the average house, I guess. You know, I don't want to go too crazy. and But I don't want to be the dude throwing, like, a 20 blow-ups in his yard because he's... <laughs> <there's>, <laughs> But there's a house, or excuse me, a street, like one street behind me, that it must be like a, um, I I don't know, it must be like an unwritten rule that every house goes all out. Like, I bet you if like people move in there, like it's written in the contract when they, when they sign a, you know, their mortgage to their house that you have, yeah, you have to deck out your house for Christmas and the holidays. And you drive down in, and it's so bright, like it hurts your eyes. Like I can't even sleep because it's shining into my window. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> so I don't want to do that at all. But there, are, there is like one house on that street that you know they don't want to do it, so they just throw a bunch of these blow ups out there, dude. And they're just <laughs> random ones. They don't match. Like you have one, like it's like a Darth Vader, and then you look over here, and it's like the Grinch, and then it's like a traditional Santa, and uh, it's just hysterical when we drive by that house because you know the guy's just like, yeah. 
Do you have some of them that like time? Because you know how the lights like flash and flicker and change. Do you have any that like time up to music? Oh, dude, yeah, it's a hundred percent like a rad. legit street. Like you can walk down it into people's yards. Like it's pretty neat. Yeah, yeah. My kids love that stuff. I don't want to go that all out though. That's not me. I'm just like tradition. I'll just like do traditional lights. Anyways, I just wanted to see if you were into it. And the craziest thing is like, usually my wife's like, you know, she's all into decorating and we're, we do it like right away and we still haven't done it. So yeah. guess what's on um, my list to this weekend? Oh, you're doing that this weekend? Hell yeah. Dude, send pics, bro. But um, anyways, dude, one cool thing I got to do while I was traveling around is um, I hit up a Torpedo Comics while I was in Vegas. Oh, right on. How was it? Took my son in there. Took the kids. All the kids went. It was actually really cool, man. Like, my son was so stoked because they had, like, two, like, huge Ninja Turtle figures in there that were, like, taller than him. And it was hilarious. Like, all he wanted to do was keep walking by them. And, like, he would walk by (laughs) and, like, put his hand on their shoulder. And then he would, like, walk by and pretend he was, like, punching one in the face. And, like, (laughs) dude, it was so funny just to see how, just to see him, like, stoked, you know? Like, it, it 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 was cool to see how... To just see him, like, to just having fun. But uh, it was a cool shop. How big of, of like, real estate was it? Was it a huge shop or was it? Um, I wouldn't say it was. I, I would say it was just average. Yeah. It, it wasn't. Um, I thought it was going to be bigger. Um, but it, it, was, it was still nice. Like, it, it was cool. They had this vault section that was in the back that had, like, super high-end comics like behind these protective cases and even my girls were like oh my gosh this one's like twenty thousand dollars and so it was just cool to see those you know like um and uh, a lot of cool like statues and figures um so it was it was a cool shot though right on dude we have a little torpedo out here uh like a little like satellite torpedo oh nice not that far from me that's where i used to go uh when i lived in uh the city before I, where I live now. Oh, nice. Yeah, but that was, um, it was actually pretty fun. Um, that's cute. Like I said, that's some killer sales going on. So, <clears throat> oh, dude, one funny thing. Um, my son like wanted this Lego set. Well, it wasn't Legos, it was Mega Blocks. Yeah, yeah. They're kind of like Legos. Yeah. And, um, it was Turtles <clears throat> and it was their van. He's like was throwing this fit in there. We were trying to leave and I was like, dude, I'm not buying this thing. It was like 60 bucks. But then as uh, uh, he was throwing his fit, the guy's like, dude, those are like 50% off right now. It's probably like 20 bucks or something like that. So I was like, sweet. So I was like, whatever, I'll get it. And you know me, I like Legos. So I was, <laughs> I was just as stoked as he was, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> we get them home. I open them up. There's all kinds of bags. Like it was a ton of steps. And let me just tell you one thing. When it comes to like directions, nobody's going to beat Lego. That's what you were saying when, when you got the Star Wars thing. You were so impressed by their instructions. Oh, my God. Every company should seriously take after Legos when it comes to putting stuff together. These were terrible. So, like, with Legos, they have each bag individually, like, numbered one through however many. And then when you get to the steps, it's like, hey, open bag one and two or whatever. Well, this one had, like, ten bags, and it was, like, step one. And it was like, here's the pieces you need from step one. And so I'm looking around. None of the bags are labeled. And then I find a couple pieces in one bag. And I was like, oh, this has to be step one. So I open it up. Literally one piece was in the first bag I opened. There was like a piece in every single bag. So I'm like opening every bag, digging through, grabbing a piece. It was probably the most challenging Lego set or mega block set I put together. But it was was actually really um, rad. It came out pretty rad when you were all done. It was a pain in the butt. Like I hated every second of it, but um, it was actually pretty cool. Right on, dude. So that was fun. What about you? How was uh, how was the week? It was good, man. Kind of low key. I uh, got to stay home, get some reading done. I got to watch the Guardians of the Galaxy Heart Holiday Special. Did you dude. get to check that out? Yeah, I was just about to say you're going to be proud of me. I did get to watch it. I watched it a couple times actually. Oh, did you? Yeah. What'd you think? I thought it was hysterical. I loved dude, it. It was so good, dude. It was just fun. Like I, I watched it with the kids. Like, dude. I was busting up laughing the entire time. It was only like 45 minutes long, so it wasn't something crazy to watch. And um, that's one of those, like, uh, I think a holiday movie that I think, you know, you have like your holiday movies that you watch every year, like around this time. I think that's going to be one of them. It was just, I loved it. What'd you think of the Kevin Kevin Bacon 
I wasn't expecting to see him in there. No, I thought he was hilarious. He was good, yeah. I loved him. I, it was just, uh, it was cool. It was like Groot was like a, like a little stocky teenager Groot, he looked like. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just thought it was funny. And um, what did you think about the old, uh, the Batman line in it? I don't know, man. I, I don't really have a problem with like joking around like that. Like, whatever. Like, I don't have a problem with the joke per se, other than it felt like real, like throwing some unnecessary shade. Yeah, yeah. But here's my really dumb Pretend thing. Pretend to be a hero. Yeah. Here's <laughs> my really dumb thing. And you could like think this is ridiculous. That's fine. Most people probably would. I couldn't stop thinking about it. And it almost ruined like a good 20 minutes of the movie for me because you, my brain couldn't stop thinking, wait. So in the MCU, there's DC comics. Like, how do they even know about Batman? Like, are you telling me that there's a possibility that Peter Parker could wake up one day, go to the store and buy Batman comics? Yeah, yeah. I just couldn't stop thinking about how weird it was. And so for me, the reference didn't work because I was just like, number one, why are you throwing shade at Batman? Like, come on. And number two, what's... DC Comics doing in the MCU. Yeah, I thought it was hilarious. Like, I didn't, like, I don't know. I think that kind of stuff's funny. It didn't really bother me too much, but I did think kind of the same thing. And then I was talking to a guy at the local shop here, um, and, and he said the same thing you did. Like, um, I don't know. So it, it was kind of weird, but I, I mean, it wasn't too anything nah. too crazy for me. I just thought it was funny. I just kept thinking about it and all the different scenarios of these superheroes reading about DC comic superheroes. And I was like, this is weird. I got to stop thinking about it. Yeah. <laughs> and like James Gunn is, he's doing whatever he wants, I guess. I guess he's just allowed to do whatever. Cause yeah. now he's even the head of DC, which I is know. weird for him to be throwing shade at DC. Yeah. He probably just thought it was a, I'm sure he's just sitting yeah, back just, busting up laughing. Yeah. He just thought it was funny. But um, yeah, but overall, I enjoyed it. I thought, um, like when they were handing out Christmas gifts at the end, or oh my I gosh. thought that was hilarious. Like Groot's gifts were so funny, dude. So funny. They were the ending was good. I mean, it was surprising for a holiday special to have such a pivotal sort of story there between Mantis and Star Lord, and what yeah, you got yeah. to find out. But highly recommended, dude. I thought it was fantastic. I watched it twice as well. Yeah, that's cool. No, good. I'm glad you liked it. It was funny. I also got to watch Black Panther, dude. How was it? Give me, a, like, let me know. How how was it? Be honest. To be honest with you, dude, I loved it, man. I know. I want to see it. And I, like, moment of honesty with you, I kind of cried at the end, bro. Did you? <laughs> I got a little teared up, man. I kind of uh, want to know what happens at the end then. I'm not going to tell you anything. And a lo- Dude, you know just, me. It's going to take me forever to watch it. I know. I'm still not going to say anything just in case anybody who's listening hasn't seen it yet. Yeah. But, uh, super good, man. I mean, some people were complaining about like CGI and stuff like that. It didn't bother me at all. Like, it, there was nothing, nothing threw me out of the experience. You know, sometimes CGI, you can be like, whoa, it's too obvious, you know? But I didn't have that here. I thought the story was really good. There was a lot of action. Uh, I thought uh, it's Namor, right? Thought he was cool. I thought that story arc was kind of fun. I loved it, dude. Seriously, really, really enjoyed it. I think right you'll on. like it a lot. Yeah, I want to watch it. I'm going to try to get to the theater soon. Um, I can't make a promise. You know me with going yeah. to watch movies. Do you remember from the from the first one, the other dude who was just like super jacked, who like kind of ran the other, forget his name. Michael B. Jordan? Was that no, actor? not that guy. Uh, the really, really big dude. Oh, who um, fought... Um, I think he fought him for for the thing first. Yeah. Gosh, what is his name? Yeah, I know who you're talking about. I can't remember his name. I love that guy. Yeah? Like, I just think he's such a cool character, such a great actor. Honestly, the acting throughout this movie was fantastic. Like, everybody nailed it. Like, did such a good job. Yeah, dude, you'll love it, man. All I right. had a great time with it. Good. I, I'm going to have to... Uh... I'm going to have to try to get to the theater to watch that one. Because I wanted it right when I seen the first preview for it, I was like, dude, I've got to watch this one. Yeah, it was good. It opens really well with like a sort of like a, I don't know how what you would call it. I guess it's sort of a funeral for the Black Panther and just the, the music and everything is pretty emotional. Yeah, it's really good, man. 
Hmm. But I got a little teary-eyed a couple times. Well, you're gonna have to tell me about it off off uh, off mic. I want to hear yeah. hear about it. The very last scene's really rad. Did you get any reading in, dude? I, we got to talk about this. Let's talk about a Bill and Genie's issue six. Let's just get it out of the way here. Oh, I don't even know. This what has to been say. one of my favorite series. I think this year, um, I've been loving every. It's it's crazy. The artwork's awesome. The story's rad. But this one just felt super fast-paced like compared to all the other ones. I mean, I still liked it. Don't get me wrong. I, I still enjoyed it. Um, <clears throat> but I just wish this was longer than eight issues now, you know? Like, yeah. there was so much packed into this one. And, and I love the different story arcs through here. Like, because everybody now is leaving the bar, right? Yeah. And they've just like, it just seemed like they were just trying to put all these different story arcs into one issue. And I felt it could have been more. And that's the only thing I kind of was bummed about, I guess. Some things were just thrown at you. Like you got to learn about these havens. You got to learn a little bit about um, that smart dude. I forget his name now. The idea man. Yeah. The idea man. Because we were talking about him for like two issues and we knew something yeah. was strange with him. Like I thought he was going to be turned out to be a dirt ball, which he is. Yeah. And the way that's kind of thrown at you is just kind of random. Like totally. I thought it was going to like we had these two issues where he was, you know, like a big part of. And so I thought that was going to build to something more, like some mm-hmm. type of like, I don't know, more, yeah, like a bigger scene between them and, and maybe Robbie or something. And then you just kind of find out like casually, oh, yeah, he's just trying to take out all these other havens. And right, yeah. no one really knows about it besides Robbie's mom. And uh, I know. That's it. She's and, a remnant. <laughs> yeah. And you're just kind of like, wait a second. That was quick. Like, I thought it was, you know, yeah. going to build up to something more. And Robbie's change, where like oh, all of a sudden yeah. he's just like a mindless drone for the idea man was he's like, like a robot now. Yeah. yeah. I just, everything was just kind of like all of a sudden different and changed. The only thing that I was like, I thought was really cool about this issue was uh, the bandmates and when they're going and how they kind of like, they're going somewhere. They're trying to get to Fun City. Fun and- City. And they have to audition, and they'll only let you in. They were denied based off their audition, but they're like, we'll let you in if you have a genie sort of thing. Yeah. And so they do this really cool thing to make their the one genie all of theirs, which I thought was kind of cool. I did too. Very thoughtful. I liked their whole story, like, through this issue. Like, it was cool to see them come together. Um, And we also got a little, like... um, glimpse of um the other family uh the the husband and wife and the baby yeah yeah um and like you kind of see what they're up. doing yeah she's getting older and at that point where she could possibly make a wish so her parents are like freaked out cuz what is it going to be and um but i felt like this could have been like broken up into like two or three issues i wish it would have been yeah me too cuz it was just a different pace and i guess what i expected um, I mean, I still liked it. I did. And overall, I, I still really like this story. The art is still fun and um, <clears throat> just crazy to look at some of some of the, the background in these panels. Yeah. Um, well, did you think this issue captured the fun of the previous issues? Like, I didn't have much fun reading this one. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just being honest. I mean, I still had fun, but this one definitely had like a like a more serious vibe, I would say to it. Yeah. You know, just the just seeing the journey that these three are on, like um I don't know, it's emotional too for them, you know, cuz they they've grown together, you know. They they're trying to survive out in the crazy world and like they almost have to use their wish cuz they're about to die and like the two dudes don't even think they can use their wish, you know. So that was interesting too. The thing about they're like frozen, almost like paralyzed from from using their wish, which was interesting. But I mean, I'll tell you this: the artwork's still absolutely bonkers good, dude. Like this double page, dude. Yeah, so good. that double page spread is so rad. And a lot of the text uh, is really cool. The, the way they work in some of the images and the text, uh, especially with the band, like when it says "crash" and the symbols in there. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I still enjoyed it, and um, I'm looking forward to the last two, but it makes me nervous to yeah. to see what's coming up. Like, are they going to be as fast-paced? Because um, 
I don't know. I just kind of wish this was more of an ongoing and, and not set at just eight, you know, because now we're going to, I think the next issue explores like the first eight decades. So that's going to uh-huh. be like, you're just going to get snapshot. It's going to be quick. Yeah. It's going to be like this again, where so, it's all of a sudden a lot of people have changed. Yeah. Uh, you know, I will say I'm super stoked to find out more about this fun city. It looks gnarly. Yeah, it's um, <clears throat> even these havens seem cool, but they seem pretty like sketchy at the same time. Uh, like you can't yeah. trust them almost. Yeah, especially one named Fun City. <laughs> yeah, how uh, I don't know. I would be I would be pretty nervous. Yeah, but yeah, dude. Overall, I mean, I'm still really enjoying it. Um, two issues left. Uh, I'm a tad nervous. But uh, the world's cool, man. I can't wait to see. Yeah. I hope you know they're supposed to adapt it into a show, so that should be. We'll get more of this world. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So we'll see how it uh, wraps up. But overall, still, still pretty high on my on my list this year. Yeah. It was, it was, it's a, it's a cool read. Well, really quick, dude. Let me hear it. Where do you think this is going? Mm-hmm. Like, do you think it's gonna be, you know, because you got the guy at the bar. Mm-hmm. who we found out, you know, was the last dude to wish a long time ago when this happened. So it seems like it kind of, what happens is it kind of resets itself. World it's like goes a reoccurring back. event every certain, yeah. So do you think that's going to happen this time where the world kind of resets itself and things go back to normal? Or do you feel like it's kind of hopeless at this point? I think it'll end up resetting itself again. I yeah. think, you know, I think we'll see a little more cr- uh, craziness. But then I, I think there's going to be, I wonder who it's going to be. There's going to be, maybe, maybe Lifeling, is that Lifeling's child? I think, I, I think that's her name, but her and her husband, maybe, maybe she does something and, and you never know. I, I don't know. I, I feel like there might be something going on with her. Yeah, that's true. And there's a lot of talk about her wish and yeah, uh, trying to hold on to it. Weren't they trying to do something funky with it? Like to make it so that she couldn't wish? Yeah, I think they like um they told their like genie to like go away or something like that. I can't remember. Yeah, it was hidden. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, because they didn't want anyone to know she had a genie. Yeah, cuz the, the where they're at, they don't like genies and they're right. trying they get freaked out and so <clears throat> the people where they're at, I can't remember the name of the the I don't know if it's a haven or just a town, but um they might kick them out, you know, because they're at that point where she's old enough to possibly make a wish. So everybody's freaked right. out. And he's like, we got to do something. You know, the husband's like, it's it's got to be now because we got to figure this out. We're either going to get kicked out or we have to leave. Like, mm. so I don't know. I, I have a feeling something could be up with her. That's just spitballing. What do you, what do you yeah. think? Yeah, no, I, I have no idea. I think I, I agree with your instincts on that. And, uh, It'd be interesting to see how it plays out for sure. I do think kind of sitting here uh, talking a little bit like maybe I didn't have as much fun in this issue as the other ones, but you did get to learn a lot and it did really progress the story to to where it needs to go in the next two issues at least, yeah. you know? like Yeah, very true. I didn't look at it If like it that. is limited, they got to kind of move and we yeah. got a, we had a really cool uh, foundation laid and now it's time yeah. to kind of get us into that last two issue territory. Yeah, you know, yeah. maybe this issue kind of really bridged pretty mm. well. Yeah. So I can see that. That's a good. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, man. Well, what else, man? I know uh, we both got into another one. Dude. And this one was unexpected for me. So um, <clears throat> I was kind of on the like, I, w- I wasn't going to pick this up at first. So it's from Boom. Uh, Once Upon a Time at the End of the World. Um, Jason Aaron. You want to say who it's illustrated by? <laughs> I knew you were going to ask me. I knew it. This is probably the most challenging name I've ever seen. And I I feel bad that I'm not going to be able to get this right. And so just forgive me now. You're going to Ale- go for Ale- it? Alexandre? Alexander T. That's it. Alexander T. T. Tiffing? Dude, I don't know. I, I don't even know how, how to go about that one. No. Sorry, man. But it's great. I will say it's great, and I, I feel bad for not being able to pronounce the name, but um, <clears throat> I didn't know what to expect going in. I ended up picking it up on a whim because I seen this rad cover. I actually just posted it on my um, Instagram, Dude. and another glow in the dark one. And um, I was like, "You're a I sucker have... for those glow in the darks." 
The funny thing is, dude, both glow in the darks that I've just recently picked up, I didn't even know they were glow in the darks. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. You didn't know this one was? No. I just, so I, I saw the cover was like a different material than the rest of uh-huh. the book. And it kind of like, is like raised up. And I was like, oh, that's sweet. And I just love the way she looks. And I was like, I'm getting it. And then I get home and I'm like looking at it. And I was actually sending you a video and I was like, oh, sweet. It says glow in the dark variant. <laughs> You're hilarious, man. But yeah. um, I love this story, man. I thought it was a great number one issue. Like, Dude, fantastic, dude. The world building was great. The character development was great. Their relationship, like the way it was able to build up really quickly here was so cool. I love the way um, it's Mako, Mako? Maceo or yeah. I don't know how and, they pronounce uh, it. Mezzi? Mezzi. Yeah. The way Mezzi's so annoyed by Mako, and if we're saying it wrong... Um, yeah, I, I don't know if it's Maceo or Mako. I'm not sure. Yeah. But, dude, so good. And it's it was just such a clever way to build this up where uh, Mako is, you know, been in hiding, kind of alone forever. And so he's he a little immature. The outside, yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't know the outside know. world at all. And so it just kind of was like such a fun an interesting dynamic between the two of them. I had so much fun with it, dude. Yeah. And I wasn't expecting the end when Mako came barreling towards her mm-hmm. with that huge backpack. He didn't know what he was ready doing, to dude. Go. Yeah. dude. He has no idea. <laughs> no, he doesn't and, know what uh, he's getting into. I loved her reaction to seeing him run after her. And dude, it was just fantastic. And I cannot wait to find out more about what the heck's going on. Yeah. Uh, Especially that scene where where Mako's kind of outside his parents' bedroom. I mean, I just thought everything about this was so good, man. Me too. And it's crazy because, like, lately I've been, like, looking for, like, I don't know. I've been looking for a story like this. And this is one I wasn't going to pick up. And when I read this first issue, I was like, this is what I've been looking for, like, wanting to read lately. Just something like this again. And it just seemed like I, I love the world. And um, <clears throat> yeah, I can't wait to see these two, like their relationship. I can't wait to see what happens, like as they're traveling through the this apocalyptic world. Like it look, it's just going to be fun. I think it's cool. Yeah. What'd you think of the years later, the last two pages? Oh, yeah, man? that was, yeah, that was wild. So <clears throat> I don't know. It, um, it seems like they've been through a lot. Yeah, like if this is Maceo right here, which I assume it is, because he even says he says they call me Mace. Yeah, right. He's missing an arm. Oh, I didn't even notice. He is missing an arm. So he's all like, because he was. It looks like he was. You know, when when everything went down with whatever happened to to the world, his parents kind of like found this place to survive, and they kind of sheltered him. You know, and they were out there like taking care of everything, making sure he was safe. So he, you know, is going out into this world with uh, Mezzi. And he's like brand new, dude. He has no like, like we said, he's has no clue what he's getting himself into. And that, you look at this panel when he's laying there, all strapped up. He's missing an arm. He's all he's scarred up. Stuff. Yeah, so he looked like he's been through some some crazy scenarios. So hopefully we get to see it laid out in a bunch of issues. Like, I can't wait. Yeah. So um, yeah, me too. I can't wait, dude. So this oh, was fun. I, I'm so glad I picked this one up, and uh, I'm adding this one to my list for sure. Um, do you know yeah. if it's ongoing or do you know if it's like set to a certain number? I can't, I'm not sure. I don't know. As far as I know, it's ongoing. Um, not entirely sure, but dude, just really quick, like look at the last panels where, are we going to say Maceo or are we saying, Ma- you said Maceo, are we going with Maceo? That's kind of hard. Let's just call him Mace because he okay, says yeah, they call Mace. him Mace. That's way when easier. Ma- let's look at that backpack, dude. How did he even string that together, man? <laughs> It's so good, dude. Like yeah. this story had the perfect blend of tension early on, like and you know, especially at the very end. But the humor was so good. I just thought it was the perfect blend, dude. Like it just nailed it for yeah, me. Yeah, me too. I loved it. I'm, I'm, I'm glad I didn't skip on this one. And um, yeah, I was stoked when I saw you picked it up when you sent me the cover because I was like, dude, I can't wait to talk about this one with you, dude. It was yeah. so much fun. Yeah, so it was um, it was a fun one, dude. I loved it. Uh, there's also these like almost uh, 
You know, when, in like a video game when you're choosing a character and it shows you kind of like their weapons that they come with, like, you know, like that? Yeah, yeah. And the the one for, for Mace, he's got a bunch of like, can like random stuff that he random would, stuff like yes. candy and uh suckers what are those called like lollipops yeah lollipop yeah and mezzi's just got all weapons dude and like protection yeah and, all dude, stuff so to funny. survive and he's over here like goofing off he's got a thing of scotch tape like yeah. <laughs> and a watch that's three times too big but he does look like he's like I like how he's like this like into like gadgets and building stuff like yeah yeah I thought that was really neat so. and that comes back too at the end right because that's what they're looking for is something that he built yeah yep so whatever it is they're they're all hungry for it I love it man um, super stoked on this one this should be a, a fun one and um, yeah just glad I picked it up like I said yeah man me too dude another one I want to tell you I got into <clears throat> finally. Finally read Chew, Volume 1. What'd you think, man? Talk about a crazy premise. It's I mean, so you've kind of told me about it before. You know, you kind of told me an overview of it. Um, it's from Image, uh, from John Lehman and Rob Guillory. Is that how you say his name? I believe so. He's the guy who did Farm uh, Farmhand, too. Yeah, he did all. That. He did all of Farmhand. He wrote it and did yeah. the art, didn't he? Yeah. yeah, yeah. he was solo on that, yeah. I believe, all the way through. And... We like that. Dude, that one was such a fun book, too. And he just does the art in this one. But his art is so fun. Yeah, it's just and, fluid. Captures emotion really well. Yeah. And, and it, it captures humor really well. Yeah, big time. And I remember reading through Farmhand and, like, in the background of, like, every scene, there's, like, funny stuff you could just find, you know? And this one has it, too, but not as much. Yeah, yeah. But it, it's still there, which makes it funny. And the the overall premise is is crazy. You have this guy named Tony Chu. He's like a detective originally, just like a police police officer detective. But he's one of like three people I think in the world. I think they're called like a cybo cybopath or something like that, where mm. they can if whatever they eat, they can like if he eats a piece of fruit, he knew what tree it came from and what pesticides were thrown on it. All that. If he eats an animal, he knew it was like. It's life and like the slaughterhouse it was at, like crazy stuff. Leads to some gnarly things though. Crazy. What they want him to do. Yeah. And so the only thing he can eat that has no effect is beets. Like imagine that life. Ooh. Terrible. Hanging out with Dwight Shrew. <laughs> <laughs> but um, he ends up um, getting fired from his job uh, in, in the very um, first issue. Um, because basically what's going down is um, chicken is outlawed. Or I don't know if it's all meat or if it's just chicken. <clears throat> Man, it's been so long. But yeah, that's ringing a lot of bells right now. Um, because of, uh, like a bird flu or something. So no one's allowed to eat chicken. It's like outlawed. And, and so everybody's like bootlegging real chicken because there's all this fake chicken floating around that they don't like. All this impossible chicken. Yeah, and so they're trying to like um, him and his buddy are like doing the stakeout, trying to find these people that are moving chicken on the black market or whatever. Well, they're getting into some crazy stuff. The FDA shows up. He ends up getting fired from being a detective. But the dude that's like running the FDA, he's like, "Oh, I know what you know. I know what you can do. I can do it as well. You're coming to work for me. Like you, you are an agent with the FDA now." And it just goes crazy from there. Because they're trying to solve all these murders, and he can he can taste like if he eats flesh, he Oof. he can like dude. Just imagine that. It's terrible. Like there was a couple scenes where I was kind of grossed out. Uh, yeah. Like they had this like old I think decayed dog, and he had like, like take a bite of this dog, and I was just like, dude, don't do it. But his partner is like, you got to do it. This is for the sake of the world, like you know, or whatever. And so he keeps pushing Tony to to eat all this crazy stuff to to get information, and yeah. um, it's pretty wild. Couple of twists and turns in there, and so I I enjoy this one. I'm gonna I'm gonna pick up the the other volumes. It was fun. Yeah, that's what I was gonna ask. Is it something you can see yourself reading big time? Because they they can do so much with it, man. There, there's all kinds of stuff you can do, and it was it left off like there's some crazy stuff that goes down with him and his partner. I won't say just in case, you know, uh, I don't want to spoil it. And, um, but it, it, it was cool how it left off and there's so many different ways it could go. And, um, 
Yeah, I'll keep reading this one. It was fun. Heck yeah, dude. So yeah, thanks for you, you sent this one to me actually. So thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I thought you'd dig it because I knew we both really liked uh, Rob Guillory's art and farmhand. So I was like, you know what? I think you'll yeah. love this. So. Yeah. So super stoked on this one. Um, yeah, check this one out if you haven't, or let me know what you think. And um, I can't wait to keep keep going in it. Keep on trucking. But yeah, those are like the oh oh I did start um I only read issue one on so I was scrolling through Comicsology and I was just looking for something to read. And I came across uh, Thanos by Jeff Lemire. Dude, when you sent that to me, as a Jeff Lemire fan, this is embarrassing. I didn't even know he wrote a Thanos Yeah, neither did I. And I I can't remember what, I think it was maybe a couple years old. And I was like, I want to check this out. And I read issue one and it was actually pretty rad. And so I'm not reading a ton of Marvel stuff. So I was like, I'm going to check this one out and and dive into this. And um, it was cool. You got to keep keep, me posted. Yeah, I'm going to keep reading it. I liked it. Issue one is really neat. I won't say anything about it yet, just just in case you want to read it. But um, it was cool. Thanos is the man, dude. He, he's he's a tank. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> right on, dude. Yeah, I can't wait to hear more about that. But um, what, what did you get into? Dude, I got to finish Above Snakes. I know yeah? you talked about it last oh, week. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What did you think? But, Tell me about what you think of the final issue. I freaking loved it. Did you? I freaking loved it, dude. So good. Dirt's the man. All the way in that through. Issue. Yeah. Dirt's the man. Like, I love the way it ended. Uh, just a fantastic ending for Dirt. Um, the art's rad in that issue, huh? Dude, Hayden Sherman, literally. Like, the double page spread where he's like standing on the, the oh side of the gosh. mountain or the cliff or whatever. Yeah, that's so rad. So good. The skyline in the background is such a cool, this spawn, man. Yeah, so I, I know you, had, we, I won't talk about it too much because I know you already talked about it, but... Uh, so good, man. I figured I you that. liked it. What do you think about the funny like comp back and forth with him and uh, Speck at the very last like page? Fantastic, dude. I thought him and <laughs> him and Speck's whole relationship really drove this series home for me. Yeah, I knew you were gonna uh, like it. So good, right and on. just the stuff of, that you find out a little bit more about tombs. And I was busting up as I was reading it, remembering you. <laughs> Because he buries people. people. (laughs) But that's literally like what he says. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, just cool, man. Uh, If you haven't read this, like keep your eye out for a trade because I I think it's definitely worth the read. I know a lot of people, and it wasn't just you, I've heard a lot of people mention that, you know, they felt like issue two was a dip. But you remember when I read it, I liked it. I know. I think you're the only one because I was listening. Who was I listening to the other day? Pullbox Pals. Yeah, I was listening to their episode on it, and he said the same thing. I think it was one of their, like, t- I can't remember which one, but it was one of, the, was it one of their tops? Yeah, so I think uh, Mad Nerdy had it in one of his his top reads. Yeah, I can't remember, um, but it, it was a cool episode, but they, um, they, he said the same thing about issue two. Like, I just, I don't know. It, it was a cool story for me. It wasn't one of my favorites, but um, the art, I thought, was I loved his Hayden Sherman's artist. Fantastic. I got into one that I've been talking about for a while that I was really hoping I'd finish this week mm. so I can tell you the full story. But I did get the trade. Uh, and this was another one of Mad, Mad Nerdy. I can't remember his real name, but I know it's Is Mad it Matt? Nerdy. Is it Matt? It might be Matt. Uh, it actually made his top 10. And I finally got it in. And it's Last Flight Out. Oh, yeah. How was it? How was it so far? I'm halfway through. I love it. So the premise is like the world's ending kind of because of like global warming, right? And you've got this Mark. Mark is mad nerdy. We were (laughs) close with Matt. Sorry, Mark. Um, So you got this brilliant scientist who's trying to devise a way to get off the planet because the planet's dying from global warming, right? And he's got a family, but like he's kind of a jerk dad because he gives everything to his company because it's an important thing for him. But he literally like his relationship with his daughter is bad. He ends up taking on this intern who's a genius. Uh, That intern ends ends up leaving him. And the crazy thing is, is like right as it's like you're like, you know, the ships are about to leave Earth, but he needs to go find his daughter. And what you find out is that his daughter is literally dating his that protege of his and they're trying to actually save the world not leave the world like he is oh, yeah yeah and so that's kind of where i'm at and that's the tension right now is mm. he's trying to get her to save her to leave the world but she's dating 
uh, his She's like, in love ex protege huh? yeah. who has a totally different outlook and they're trying to save the world by all these big worded crazy ideas like uh, biosynthesis and I don't even know but it's super fascinating and super cool right now uh, in the story he just he just got back to his daughter and she's saying I'm not leaving uh, with you so uh, it's been fascinating dude it's been super is the cool. earth like on the like verge of like basically collapsing or what like yeah because they can't have it so it's they gonna can't be in, live there inhabitable yeah yeah, yeah uninhabitable yeah there yeah it is. So I'm loving it. I could see why it definitely made Mark's top list. Uh, I haven't finished it yet. How's the art? I would say the art fits the story well. It's not blowing my mind or anything, but it's still good. You know, it's it's not a Hayden Sherman thing, but, you know, it's working. I don't know. Like, you can kind of see it. Oh, right on. Yeah. And uh, it's it's wild. I, I mean, I'm paint, painting in very broad strokes here, but it's been super fun. I'm just trying to look at what year this actually came out in. Oh, yeah, 2021, 2022. So this could be in contention for our upcoming episode. We'll see. I got to finish it first. Yeah, let me know when you finish it. Yeah. Uh, but then really quick, I got two more. Uh, I know you don't want me to spoil this one, so I'll mention it quickly. Yeah, I did get to finish Dark Spaces Wildfire. Speaking of Hayden Sherman, whoo! I was so good. I was at my local shop today because we were doing some uh, shopping, and they had this variant. It was the local comic book shop variant. I wanted to buy it. It was issue five, and it was. Oh man, it was a cool. I should have sent it to you. It was, it was so cool. Yeah, the art in that is just really good. I just love it. So good. Uh, I so how did say, it wrap up? I thought it wrapped up um, really, really good, dude. I mean, I could see some people saying that, like, maybe they could see it coming. Yeah, you know? like kind of cliche, like kind of. Yeah, maybe a little cliche, hmm. but I loved it, dude. I thought it was great. Uh, the artwork really sold this whole entire series, though, for me. Gosh, I kind of want to just know, but I really want to just read it without knowing. No, I'm not going to say anything. Uh, you know me. Uh, all right. Yeah. No, I'm not going to say anything because this is one of the ones you've really been loving. And you yeah. got me into this, so I'm not going to spoil it. I know. I can't believe I still haven't. I, I, need to, I need to finish it. But it's just a cool, cool ending. Uh, a lot about friendship and, and leadership. And kind of how that all plays out with Ma. Yeah. Super, super cool, man. And uh, her arc is just solid. Like, I actually really liked her and all her struggles and her past and uh, her dedication to to her moral compass, more or less, at the end is really fascinating. But uh, her crew does something I think is pretty surprising. And I probably said too much already. Hmm. Interesting. (laughs) No, yeah, I can't wait to read it. Yeah. And I got to read uh, the 06 Protocol, number two, finally. Bro, wow. Is it just as good as the first one? I thought it's, I thought so. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, she's a, I forget what they say, like an IM or an M or something like that. But anyway, one of those like bloodshotty sort of superheroes. And uh, so the government's after her and she's running away. And so she's trying to save her daughter and get her out of there. And her daughter's on this like archery team. And so by the time she gets her to her school to save her daughter, dudes are already there and like shooting at him. And so she, the mom turns to one of the kids on the archery team and is literally like, it's either him or you, so you got to shoot. And so the kid like turns around with his bow and he's a sharpshooter, dude. He's on the archery team. Straight takes out one of these dudes. And so now he's like, just like, oh my gosh, just killed somebody. And anyway, so now it's crazy because she's literally with a group of like high schoolers who are like trying to take out these corrupt, you know, government agencies. I don't even yeah. know if you could say corrupt, but I guess corrupt. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're just doing what they're told. Yeah. And um, it's just fun. It's wild. Yeah. I would love to see this as a movie, dude. It, it's the action is just over the top. Uh, I continue to look forward to the to the next one. Who's writing that fun. again? Lee Turner and hmm. art by Cliff Richards, I believe. Yeah, Lee Turner is the writer, Cliff Richards on art, and uh, Colors by Matt Herms, published by Aftershock. But dude, I, I mean, this has, go into it just expecting a wild 
wild action. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and uh, super fun. I like it a lot. So uh, yeah, man, that's that's kind of been been my week. I was hoping to get into a lot more, but you know, the holiday rush at at work kind of kept it down. But I'm pretty happy with everything I read. Was yeah. super good. I thought, uh, yeah, I had a pretty solid week as well, man. And um, you got some good reads in. I want to check out those six protocol because I remember you talking about issue one, and I was like really intrigued by it. And it just seems like a fun, just like action. That, remember, I think I was talking to you on the phone the other day. I was like, I just want something like full action and yeah, it's fun. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's I don't know. I've been feeling. I'm gonna have to check it out. Yeah, man, it's cool. I like it a lot. I still, if you want something action and fun, though, will you please, for the sake of me and Ross, go pick up Chicken Devils, man? Dude, uh, yeah. So, listen, when I was at Torpedo, I was like, they've got to have it here, you know? So, I went to their um, uh, back issues, and they didn't have much Aftershock comics. And so, I was like, all right, they got to have the trade. Didn't have the trade. So I don't know if they were, if there's, they just sold it because they had all these deals and it was crowded, which could have happened. Um, and then I was actually at my, my local shop looking through their back issues and they have issue one and two and then four and five. They didn't have issue three. Uh, so, I, cause I really, you know me, I love getting the singles and they had a bunch of variant covers still in their back issues. And I was, I, you know how I get, I was all stoked. So I almost bought them, but I was like, man, then I'm going to be missing issue three and I'm going to be on the hunt. I was like, I don't want to do that. And um, so I'm just going to have to order the trade. I think you'll really like it, man. Yeah, I'm sure I will. All right on, dude. What's got your, uh, what are you looking forward to coming out next week? Dude, next week, there's a ton of stuff coming out. I Like week. over the top. But I'll tell you, probably the thing I've been looking forward to most is um, the Val special. Noctera yeah, Val special. Yeah. That one's going to be rad. Like... We haven't been in the Noctera world in a while, and since our, you know, the second volume ended, and um, I seen, um, I seen a post somewhere on Instagram about this coming out a while ago, and I was just pumped. And so this finally comes out this week, so that I think is uh, one of the ones I'm looking forward to most. But there's a dude, there's a ton, man. Um, Little Monsters Eight comes out. I know we both love Seven, um, so. Super pumped to see what they do in eight. Uh, hopefully, we learn more about uh, Rami mm-hmm. and everything going on there with what happened at the end and that secret that we, you know, got exposed to on the last page. Um, so that one is another big one I've got in my pull list that'll be waiting for me next week. Um, there's just a lot. Another that Texas Blood issue twenty drops out. Like I don't know, man. There's so much to look forward to next week. What do you? What's your main ones you're looking to pick up? Dude, it's a huge week, man. I'm most stoked for some of the ones you already mentioned. Uh, but I'm also stoked for Kaya number three. Mm, yep. Do a power bomb number seven. That, is that the last one? I think it goes to eight. So I think there's it? two more. Oh, okay. I thought seven was the not last sure. one. Not sure. I'm not sure, but I think it goes to eight. Uh, we've got Hard Eyes number four. Remember, I was talking to you last week about three. Yeah. Gnarly. Yeah. Uh, and after N4, I've been keeping up with that. That looks cool. Bloodstained, Bloodstained Teeth, number seven. Uh, we've got Batman 130. Daredevil 6. Fantastic 4, number two. I want to talk to Ross. I wonder how that's been so far. I know, yeah. We'll have to, yeah. Shock Shop 4. And then I don't know, Ross. Fingers crossed on this one, buddy. That Chicken Devils <laughs> 2 is actually coming out, man. Uh, uh, I really hope so because I'm dying to dive back in. And the two new ones, they look super cool to me, man. Uh, All Against All, which looks rad. Uh, Is that from Image? uh, Yeah, I think it's from Image. And I think the artist is the same one who was on uh, Homesick Pilots, which I loved. Mm, So, Superstar. And the the premise on that looks cool. So, check that one out. And then it's Only Teenage Wasteland, which looks super fun. Kind of like a what's the furthest place from here sort of vibe is what I'm getting from the cover. So that looks neat too. And it's a four-issue menu coming out from Dark Horse. So I'll dive into that one too. That looks rad. Dude. Too much stuff coming. I mean, I love those big weeks, but man, it's a lot. Yeah. Good though. Yeah, and if any of those sound cool, uh, as always, remember to check out coffeeandacomic.com. Enter our coupon code Comic book layer and all caps at checkout to save yourself 15%. Um, 
Frank's a cool dude. It's an awesome shop. You get some coffee with every order. And uh, everything's always packed super well, bagged and boarded for you. And, uh, you know, I hate to make promises on Frank's behalf, but I always get some rad stickers on every order, too. Uh, my kids <laughs> lose their minds about them, and they fight over them each time. Right so on. thanks for the household fighting, Frank. But I love the stickers. <laughs> so, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, check it, check uh, check out coffeeinacomic.com and check him out on Instagram, too. He's always posting really cool things. And I think he's got some live sales coming up. Recently, yeah, I think uh, he's got some cool too. stuff coming up for the Comic-Con in L.A., I think, too. Yeah. That's right yeah, around the corner. Uh, I know. So, I don't know when that is, actually. Is it? It's I think like next it's week? literally like this weekend. Is it this something. weekend? It might be. I well, don't know. we might be behind the eight ball here, but uh, check them out either way. Yeah, Frank's cool. Check it out. Remember our coupon code, all caps, comic book layer. Save yourself some dough. Well, buddy, what do we got going on next week? Dude, next week, we got actually a good couple weeks lined up here at the layer. Oh, yeah. So um, next week, we're going to be diving into um, our last BO dub of the year. We're going to dive into uh, Mark Miller's King of Spies uh, from Image. It's four issues, a little miniseries, super fun, action-packed. Um, definitely pick this one up, and um, we can chat about it next week. So that, one, that one's going to be fun. Heck yeah, man. How can people keep up with us and all the cool things we got going on here at the Lair? Dude, yeah, first of all, please, we'd appreciate it. Uh, follow us here. Subscribe to our show. Leave us a review. We'd love to hear from you. Tell a friend. And... Um, Head over to our Instagram at the Comic Book Lair. You can see uh, everything we're, we're reading, what we're picking up, what we're getting into. And then um, we've got a link tree there. You can head on over to our Discord and uh, further the conversation over there. Let us know what you're reading. Come say hi. We'd love to, we'd love to meet you. Thank you, buddy. Keep reading comics. Cowabunga, nerds. Like the sound of the Comic Book Layer podcast? Our audio production is provided by Rosecat Audio. Check out Rosecat Audio at rosecataudio.com. R-O-S-E-K-A-T audio.com.